it in four quarters. We're gonna walk in this locker room, we're gonna break the music up, and we gonna dance. From the studios of WPLY, in the middle of Central and Southwest Virginia, this is Crunch Time, your go-to program for area high school football and beyond. Now, your host and Crunch creator, Carl York. Welcome to the weekend, high school football fans. It's Crunch Time, baby! Look at Jimmy mocking me over here. He always does. That hurts, man. That hurts. He always I'm does. helping you. Oh, you're helping me? Yeah, silently. <laughs> Silent help. Yes. That's trouble right there. We call that sarcasm. Yeah. Good morning, Central and Southwest Virginia. We are in week six. Week six I already. Know. Isn't that something? Wow. But I tell you, what a beautiful night for high school football last night. Yes. I mean, it was gorgeous. Uh, I was up in Amherst uh, watching Granby and Amherst, and we were all over the place, but um, just beautiful football weather. Mm. Awesome. I mean, when the fans are happy and the players are happy because they're not getting too hot, and even the officials are happy. Oh, you know, not a lot of flags thrown when they're happy, you know. <laughs> uh, perfect weather, perfect for everyone. Um, and speaking of perfect, who's still perfect after six weeks? Well, you know, one team really around here that's perfect. Who is that? It's Hidden Valley. Hidden Valley. I give it to them. I Man, give it to him. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Coach Weaver's doing a great job over there. They're 6 and 0. Another tight win though. 28 to 20 over yeah. Pulaski. Yeah. Can I can I just say? And I'm yes, gonna, you can. And I'm going to put it out there. Oh no. Who uh -oh. do they have next week? PH. I got them on upset alert. I got Hidden Valley on upset alert. I think these are two teams. One's heading in a super direction, but boy, I tell you what, the momentum that PH has right now, they're scary. They scare me to death. You sending them tums? Is that what I'm you... sending them tums, buddy. Because I, I tell you, I think PH can. I think that might be their first loss. I, I think week. that's going to be a good game. I will we'll talk about that a little bit. But I mean, um, you know, really for Hidden Valley, I mean, their schedule's so tough. They could have been an upset alert all year sure, long. Sure. Well, you know, everybody keeps calling them the Cinderella team. Yeah. No, I think they're a really good team. I don't think it's a Cinderella story. I think they're a good team. They're solid. They they've been playing some, you know, some good teams. They've been playing a tough schedule. And, you know, I for the life of me, I don't get why everybody's going, Oh, this is a Cinderella story. It's a Cinderella story. I th I think they're a good team. Yeah, and it appears their defense yes. picked up last night. Oh which, which is good to see. Yeah. Their yeah. defense has been good all year. Uh, you know, take out the Glenver game, but I mean, nobody played defense that. Night. Although I, I was at that game, I thought they both played good defense. Sure, the offense was just superb. Right, right. I mean, I don't care. You know, if if uh, the offense is out guessing the defense, yeah. If they're throwing when they, you think they're going to run, or and they're running when you think they're going to throw, and sure. they're making big plays, it is tough to stop anybody. Right. So, but anyways, we're going to talk more about that. Very exciting for those guys over at Hidden Valley. Um, and this was, you know, this win was over Mark Dixon's Pulaski County Cougars. Yeah. This was a I solid mean, win last night. It was a big win for them. And, yeah. and uh, you know, they're 2-0 and in the district. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're riding high right now. You so, got it. And that, but that's a tough district. They still have, I mean, four games, uh, just looking at records, you know, three of the four are brutal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got P.H., You've got Salem at some point. Right. You got Christiansburg at some point. Now Blacksburg's had a rough season. Blacksburg could jump up and you know you, could get you. you can't look you can't look past them. But um, anyways, we're talking a lot about Hidden Valley right off the top because it's a it's a big story. But 
How about Floyd County's 20 to 18 overtime nail biter over Carroll County? Here we are with overtime again. You know, that's where a lot of these teams are. These teams are extremely evenly matched. And we're seeing that over these last couple of weeks. We've had quite a few overtime games here in the last couple of weeks. You know, Carroll County's winless. Yes. <laughs> I mean, are you going to say what you've been saying? What's that? They're the best winless team. No, I'm not going to no? say that. Okay. But what I am going to say is if you divide up by how much they lost. Right. With all their, I mean, it's single digits. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's brutal to not have won a game and to lose that many close games. Well, and that's the thing. There's only so many times you can sit there and say, guys, we're right there. Yeah. We're right there. And it's just, they are. They are literally right there in every game. Two points, three points, yeah. one point. It, it, you know, it's one of those things where you're going, coach, what do we do? Yeah. We, You know, we're at the doorstep, but we just can't get in the door. Well, I mean, you know, that's the way it goes. That's the way football is. But, you know, I, I think that's why, you know, everybody worries about wins and losses. But, you know, the, the journey is a big part of this sport, too. And, yeah. and uh, you know, they're they're playing well. They're not quite well enough to, to get these wins. But, um, you know, Coach Chipman's doing a good job down there. And, and uh, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll get it turned around here at some point. Another big game last night, the Salem Spartans keep it rolling with an impressive 24-7 win over the – or win over Christiansburg, you know, the fighting Don Holters of Salem. Come yeah, on. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Uh, and then, you know, in a couple other games uh, that Crunch focused on, we focused on last night, Craig County got it done 34-18 over Roanoke Catholic. That was a big one at the Vineyards. And I was at, as I said earlier, I was at Amherst uh, High School, Amherst County uh, over Granby 39-14. Uh, and then one other thing, I mean, we kind of jumped the gun on all this, but how about Cave Springs 27-14 win over William Byrd? Look yeah. at that. That's Coach Nick left, which uh, he, he gets his second win there. Yeah. So watch out. I mean, I, I'm telling you, uh, there's just a feel over there. Well, and usually they play at the beginning of the season. You usually see this game towards the beginning of the season. Yeah. But, you know, with everything going on and the way things have happened, you know, this has been one that, you know, you got, you know, in the middle of the season. And it was a slugfest last night. You know, we ought to talk about that a little bit because, um, you know, the schedule's been really different this year. You know, yes. starting with Cave Spring and Hidden Valley playing the first game of the year. Right. Usually that's the big boy. That, yeah, and that's, that's the end of the year. Yes, that's the end of the year. That's that game that you feel like, you know, hey, we separated this, you know, these two schools. And, you know, you have Cave Spring, you have Hidden Valley. These are your friends. These are your buddies. And that was always the big game at the end of the year. But somebody in their ultimate wisdom said, hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to start everything around. We're going to start it at the beginning of the season to see, you know. I mean, to that point, Pulaski County and Salem play next week. Yes. That's usually the last game of the year. Usually the last game of the year. Yeah. So, you know, and and I think that record, I think that schedule change this year in particular helped Hidden Valley. Right. They beat K-Spring in the closest game they've won all year, I think. Sure. I mean, it was 14 to 12. Yep. Um, and got over the hump there and then just took off right. um, from that point. So it's interesting, you know, we don't talk enough about scheduling and how it kind of sets you up for the next one and sets you up for the for the season. But we'll have to take a closer look at that as we move forward. Um, all right, and, and, you know, this particular week we had a lot of teams either, you know, in their open week or, you know, unable to play due to COVID. Um but, you know, we'll cover all these or at least talk about them a little later in the show. All right, Captain Crunch here, and it's week six of our Crunch Time High School football coverage. Uh, we bring you high school uh, sports coverage, um, and we'll do that for the next two hours, plus some college 
of football. We'll talk a little bit about college. How about that Thursday night game, Coach? I know. <laughs> Let me tell you, when you hit the upright, I'll take it. You know, yeah, UVA and, and the U. Yeah, uh, what that end up being thirty twenty eight, thirty twenty eight, thirty twenty eight, and the U bounced one off the goalpost. Yes, in the last seconds, you got it uh, to to get. You know, you, you can't explain that. I mean, you know, um, at the end of the season, you know, it's it's a it's a win for UVA and a loss for right the U. Yeah, that's, no, that's the, the bottom line. That's the bottom line. And the, you know, the thing here was the defense showed up for Virginia in the first half. Yes, that really helped them. That saved that game for them. But in the second half, you started to see, and, and teams are figuring it out with UVA. They're starting to run, you know, no huddle on them. They're yeah, starting yeah. to go fast so you can't substitute. And it's, you know, it's destroying Virginia because Virginia's one, their defense is poor anyway. And you don't give them time to substitute, they're going to take advantage of it. And Miami in that second half took advantage of that. And I really thought they had them at the end. And the young man, you know, hit it off the uh, goalpost, and so coach doesn't pull any punches, does he? No, no. He well, you got to be honest. You know, I can't sit there and say, you know, well, they can fix things. I really feel like Virginia needs to just go in and say, hey, first string players, you're horrible. I haven't seen anything, <laughs> and just literally sit there and say, okay, anybody that's on the bench, you've got a you've got a chance to start next week. If mm. you show me something in practice, you've got a chance to start. Yeah. Saw some different packages the other night, and that's yeah, that's yeah. a good thing. And for the life of me, they want to run that three line, you know, that up front three. I I don't I don't understand mm -hmm. that. I think they need to bring a little more, and they were they were bringing some, you know, some of the secondary in. So right, yeah. All right, this morning also uh, today we'll have Coach Kevin Clifford of Glenver as our nice. Guest. Uh, Coach Clifford's a great man. Uh, his Highlanders are four and one right now. Only loss has been to Hidden Valley in that fifty five fifty one. Just slugfest yeah. a few weeks ago. Um, but we're going to talk to him in just a few minutes, so so stay with us. Um, all right, so we've kind of jumped around here. Normally, we you know, it feels like we've already circled the campfire. We're already talking about games. Um, but I do want to just, you know, before we get too deep into this, you know, Jimmy was at, um, he was at Craig County Roanoke Catholic, and, and that was a, a real battle over there. Uh, Jimmy, just top line, you know, what uh, – don't give me any details, too many details yet, but just tell me, you know, what was your impression of that game? Well, it was um, it was the first time seeing Rona Catholic this year. Yeah. And, and for me, it was the first time seeing Craig County. And uh, the thing that stuck out to me, you know, just from the overall view of what was going on was, man, Craig County brought a crowd. Uh so that was that was really interesting to see how many folks. Anybody were there. left over in Newcastle? I, I think it would have been kind of quiet there last night, okay. but uh, they nice. had quite a crowd and a uh, uh, a loud crowd they were and a proud crowd they were. So it was it was interesting to see how many people traveled from Craig County to the game. That's yeah. a good call, yeah. Coach. What game caught your eye out of all the games that were around? What what was the one that kind of jumped up? Don't get too much into it. Just you tell know, me top line. You know, the one thing that really got me last night, and like I said, it you know, is Patrick Henry. I think we're starting to see a team <laughs> that is starting to come into its own. And they've been kind of quiet. That's mm. the thing that, you know, that really gets you. And you look at the Taylor kid, you look at the Beasley kid over there. Uh, huge games last night. And, you know, I even saw that a uh, a young man uh, had one pass last night for 10 yards with the last name Leftwich. So I'm really oh, feeling like, you He's know. He's always yeah. looking for the left. You got to look for the leftwiches in this deal. So, but no, you're starting to see PH kind of, you know, mold into a really good team right now. That's why I'm saying Hidden Valley, 
may not be in a position where they want to get this team next week because this team may give them something they're not ready for. Every time I hear left, which I think of, you know, Twix, the commercial, and I'm thinking, I'm looking for the right witch. Don't go to the right witch. <laughs> Stay with the left witch. <laughs> well, um, yeah, all good games last night. I mean, you know, that, that uh, for me, uh, my game was a good one at Amherst uh, yeah. and Granby. I, I, I enjoyed that one. But, um, you know, Floyd County uh, getting that overtime win, yes. they, they've only got one loss. Right. So, you know, things are starting to shape up. Sure. Um, all right. So, again, great show today. On our highlighted on our U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline, we'll have our call here just in a few minutes with uh, Glenver head coach Kevin Clifford. A um, little later on, you'll hear from uh, a little bit from uh, Coach Danny Brogan at William Campbell from his okay. Monday night uh, finish of his game with Alta Vista. And then also Amherst County uh, coach Bob Christmas talked to him last night. So we'll hear a little bit from him. Our Haley Toyota uh, Legends of the Game interview will be Coach Jeff Heifel from William Byrd. Really miss talking to Coach Heifel every weekend, uh, but he's doing well, and, uh, you know, he, he was such a great coach. Look forward to uh, listening to that interview. So, um, all right, so we're going to take a uh, – we're going to take our first quick break here. You're listening to Crunch um, crunch Time on WPLY, and uh, stay with us. When we come back, we'll, we'll dial up uh, Coach Kevin Clifford. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me, pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins, wake up to what's possible. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Stuart Barnes, a private wealth advisor with Amerius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive Southwest, Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A-Ronde, football players know a lot about building. 
be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. If you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price, I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day, using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Delville, and Roanoke. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris here to help with all your insurance needs. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me, pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins, wake up to what's possible. All right, welcome back to Crunch Time, everybody. This is the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline, and we've got... Coach Kevin Clifford from the Glenver Highlanders on the phone. Coach, how you doing this morning? Good, Carl. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. We really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, one of the best coaches here in the area. We really love watching your Highlanders play. I just got a few questions for you. Um, uh, so, impressive start to the season. I think you guys are 4-1. Of course, last night's game got moved uh, with James River. Uh, got moved to a little bit later, but you you've you got excellent balance and great kids at Glenver. You know, I, I like to ask the coaches, you know, what does it take to win in high school football these days? It seems like the game's changing a little bit. Well, I can tell you right now, Carl, I'm getting my second vaccine shot. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think dealing with the COVID, you know, over the last 18 months, um, it's certainly thrown a wrench in, in everybody's schedules. And um, I, I think trying to be balanced emotionally is really important handling uh the pandemic and and just every you know our, our day-to-day processes and so you know our kids are I, I we try not to get too high or too low right um you know they, all this stuff was out of our control but you know we certainly appreciate your you know your, your comments we we do have good kids and kids work hard we have a great coaching staff and um you know we're, we're very fortunate 
um, at Glenver to, to had the success we've had, but a lot of it has to do with the kids and work and um, and, and not getting too high or too low. Right. Well, I mean, um, I'm glad you brought that up because, I mean, that's an important part right now with COVID and everything. You you, you know, uh, a lot of the game people forget is played between the ears, and, and you've got to be smart off the field as well as on the field. And, I, you know, when I watch your teams, you know, the thing I really like about your teams is they – they mimic you, and they're and they're they're heady kids. I mean, for the most part, you know, it looks like you got a bunch of coaches playing out there, and I that's a credit to you and your staff. Um, what a make that, that made me chuckle. I don't think they make me because that may not be a good thing, but um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just think if you if you get too high or too low or, or make overemphasize something, you, you start losing focus. So, um, you know, things are going to happen. Just again, dealing with COVID and during the course of any game. And I think, you know, if, if you have a plan and you work that plan and, again, don't get too high or too low, you, you, you know, you can stay under control. So yeah. I think we've done a pretty good job of that. Yes, sir. You, you've you been the head coach at Glenver for a number of years now and, and have been fortunate enough to coach all three of your sons. And uh, I think it's uh, Kyle, Zach, and Josh. Is that right? I, I, I get them all correct. Cool. Yeah, that's correct. Kyle's my oldest, and Zach was our middle, and Josh. So this, I've been very fortunate. Fifteen seasons at Glenver, and you know, the, sometimes you think the grass is greener, and it yep. really isn't. You know, and I think at the end of the day, I think each of us, you, me, and whomever, whatever we do, whatever endeavors we pursue, we always want to make. I would like to think we try to make the place a little better, and I don't know if it's better than it was before I got there, and that's not really what I'm aiming for. I just want to make the people around me better and I want to enjoy what I do and, and been able to catch all three of my sons, you know, it's been a sort you know, it's been a blessing and, and um uh, the joy of my life to be honest. Yeah, well they're they're great kids. You know, Dee Dee's done a great job with them. I just kidding coach. You guys are both <laughs> <laughs> you both she has. I tried uh, well, I tried to mess it up but, but she kind of corrected it. So. <laughs> well you know saying that I mean you've been a successful football coach, you know, a, a successful wrestling coach when you did that. Uh, over at Glenver, you got great facilities. I mean, that's one of the prettiest stadiums to, to go watch a game with that, that big mountain in the background. And and uh, like I said, you got a great wife. Uh, Dee Dee's just a, a fantastic person. You know, with all that going on, I mean, I, I like to ask coaches, how do you balance it all? I mean, there's there's a lot, there's a lot going on, but um, everything seems to be rolling uh, in the right way in the right direction at Glenver? Well, you know, it's funny. I think you and I both have kicked our coverages. As far as our <laughs> yes, sir. Concerned. But, uh, I always say marry up, you know. Uh, but but anyway, yeah, I mean, well, we call it, you know, it's Kyland or heaven. And, and we do have, you know, we got the turf and we had the school renovation. We had our field office renovated. And um, my former school board rep, uh, Don Butcher, got, you know, got that done for us and, we do have um, really good facilities, and it's very convenient, and um, we're very fortunate, you know, to have what we have. And, um, you know, again, it's you never know. We had this conversation yesterday as a staff after practice, and um, you never know where you're going to end up. I never thought in a million years I would ever leave the state of Florida. Well, now I've been here. This is my 25th year in the fall being in Virginia, and, you know, and um, – God has a plan for all of us. I think sometimes we don't allow that plan to be enacted for whatever reasons. We let life get in the way. And I, I honestly feel like I'm fulfilling 
all that God intended me to fulfill. Now, I don't do it, I always do it the right way, but I think, number one, you know, my relationship with Jesus Christ is the most important thing, and the second is my family. And as I've gotten older, those things are even more paramount for me. And, and um, I, I just think, you know, and I love football. Football, other than, you know, probably in that order, God, family, football. And I'm just so fortunate to do something, you know, that I love. And, again, I equate it to, to God and him instilling in me. A belief system that I think is important for all of us, but certainly I'm very imperfect, probably more than anybody. But um, yeah, I just feel so blessed. I mean, at the end of the day, Amen, Coach. I mean, that, we love that. I mean, that uh, that got us all fired up here in the studio. Yeah, Coach Clifford, this is Coach Leftwich. Tell me, how do you, as a coach, especially with your players, handle what we now consider to be a COVID week when all of a sudden? You know, a, a team just has to, you know, not play for a couple of days or, you know, or you have to change. How do you handle that with your players? Is it just another practice day? Is it a day off? Is it how do you handle that? Well, someone said, aren't you going to give them Friday off? I said, well, aren't we supposed to play today? I mean, <laughs> why do they get Friday off? I mean, you know, and then someone goes, well, are you guys going to play games? I'm like, play games? What are you talking about? I said, you know, our, our objective is to get better every day. Now, granted, we want our kids to have fun, but losing is not fun. I mean, so if, if your preparation isn't serious, then you're, you're going to get unserious results, you know, or not serious results, which we know is, is a loss. And, you know, certainly every day is a day to get better. Um, do I want our kids to enjoy? Certainly. Certainly I do, but, but losing is not fun. And so I think prep is always the most important thing. Do we go... Super, you know, we, we, we didn't go super hard yesterday. It's more of a mental day and, and working on technique. And But I just think you, you don't get too high or too low. There's, I, I've said this for 32 years, There's, and I said it when I played. I mean, you, we control two things as athletes and coaches. Number one is our attitude, and number two is our effort. You know, and I probably grabbed that from some coach years ago, but, but that's all we can control. We can't control the referees, injuries, the weather, sometimes – you know, watching the UVA Miami game, I was supposed to fly down there. My wife got real sick. Mm. You know, look how UVA ended up losing or winning. You know, they, they were going to lose, and the kid doinks it off the upright. So, so many uncontrollable things, and, you know, you don't focus on that. You just focus on the things you can control and, and have fun doing it. I mean, we're going to work hard, and everybody works. There's not a program out there that doesn't come and work. I just think some people decide to work harder, and some people decide to take it more serious, and, um, I believe it. Now, you're, you're Coach Le- you're Nick's dad, correct? No. No. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, he tries I'm not to claim every coach. Come on it, now, yeah. you know. He tries to well, claim every left witch coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nick's done a great job. You know, he's done a great job at Cave. They won last night, and, you know, he and I talked after our game, and yeah, I think he's got a good plan. And, you know, the bottom line is you just have to work and, and believe in what you're doing and treat everybody fairly. I, I, sure. I think there's another misconception about coaching is, and I think in life, you know, you never, I never treat two kids equally because you can't, they're different. So mm-hmm. I think you try to treat kids fairly and, you know, um, but anyway, we've been really blessed and I'm, I'm just happy to, to be able to do what I do and to get up every morning and breathe and go to work and like what I do. Sure. Now tell me, we, we see this group of kids that you have this year. How are you looking for the future? Uh, are there any young kids in the system that you're sitting there going, hey, coach, this is a guy that you're going to have to watch. He's got a little something, and he's kind of sticking out to me. Is there somebody 
that setting back maybe in JV, uh, you know, maybe a freshman, a junior that you're looking forward to seeing mature as a, as a player? Yes, sir. Our, our freshman quarterback, he came in in the second game of the season, you know, had to start against Martinsville. You know, Martinsville's won two games, are much improved. I know they lost, but they also played GW, who's, you know, 4A and they're 2A, whatever. But the, the, the freshman, uh, Eli Taylor, you know, last year on JV, they were 8-1. and one. They lost their only losses to Burton double overtime. And um, they're 3-2. and two. They just went and beat. Uh, they beat Fleming last year in JV. And they, we just beat PH on Thursday with our JV team within a quarterback. So um, we're excited about him. Well, we got some other young kids, some big linemen and, um, that we're excited about. And the bottom line is, is you know, if they're going to play for us, they have to be committed and they have to work in the offseason. And, um, they have to be willing to grind, and, and I think our kids kind of have that, have bought into that for the most part. Hey, last question, Coach. Uh, I got to ask. You know, you preach team and everything. I know uh, sometimes uh, you know your answers for Player of the Week or, or you know unsung heroes team, and I love that. Um, how can how far can this team go though? I mean, I, I'm looking out there. Graham's out there in two A. Appomattox Union's good this year. Stewart's drafts back. I mean, it's tough sailing. That. That's a tough division. What What do you think uh, about this team? How How far can they go if, if if things fall right? Oh gosh, I don't know. I mean, there's so many again, you know, uncontrollables. Yep. You're right. I mean, Apo's got you know Ty Lonning back as a heck of a player, and the Penix the running back is they're both D1 football players, and um, they got that six seven receiver. But they, you know, they're they're the champs until someone knocks them off, and unfortunately. For us, they're in a region and four straight losses to them, you know, twice in the regional finals. And, you know, Graham has got the Bradshaw kid, of course. I coached against his dad when I was a head coach at PH. Yep. So I know his lineage. You know, he's probably going to go to Notre Dame. And, um, Union, you know, Coach uh, uh, Travis does a great job down there. And Stewart's draft in the state finals two years in a row. Of course, we met him last year. And the Blizzard and King Williams really good. You know, I'll be honest, it's just one day at a time. I don't really care about Tuesday next week. The only day day that really matters is Monday because we could get shut down with COVID. So Monday, you know, I think our kids do a really good job with that, wearing masks in the locker room, and we're really sticklers for little things like that. But, um, you know, we just, I'm just focused on Monday. I've already, you know, I've already broken down the Floyd film, and, you know, we'll meet tomorrow as a staff, and, We'll get our game plan in, and we'll work on Monday, and we'll see what happens Tuesday. He's Glenver coach uh, Kevin Clifford, and this is the U.S. Cellular Crunch Hotline. Coach, thanks so much for your time, man. It's always great to hear from you and uh, very insightful. Really, really love talking. Well, we appreciate everything you've done for, gosh, what, almost 30 years with Crunch, right? (laughs) 26, getting old. 26. Yeah, but you know, and and I know how much it means to the kids in our communities, and um, to, just to highlight them, and and you know that's what makes our community even more special. Um, and we love the valley, and and certainly um, have made this a home, and, and this is one reason why we love it so much. And we appreciate what you all do and taking the time and and doing things like this. Thanks so much. Thanks, Coach. Keep up the great work. We'll talk to you soon. All right, y'all have a great day. You too. 
That's such a. Yeah, anyway, let me apologize to Nick's dad because I <laughs> yeah. said I go. I'm not that old, and then I'm sitting here thinking about it, going, I could have a son Nick's age. Good, <laughs> could. I could. Yeah. yeah. So let me apologize to Nick's dad. That's what you, you know. get for ta- claiming every left witch out yeah. there in the valley, Coach. You, I'm, uh, I'm like a surrogate dad. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you want to call the foster dad or whatever. So. Man, I, I tell you, you know, Coach Clifford gets me fired up, and and you know, uh, talking to coaches, you know, that have have coached under him or yes. been around him. He says the one thing about Coach Clifford is you're not going to outwork him. Mm. Okay. You are not going to outwork him. And to me, to hear another coach say that and and coaches that no longer are on his staff, you know, you don't feel like they have to say things like that. Right. That's coming from the heart. They they say he it works harder than anybody else. And, you know, he mentioned everybody works hard, but he really works hard. And, Carl, I've always liked Coach Clifford, but I can tell you that he moved up a lot on my ladder with his uh, order that he put his life in, which was really good. So it's nice to hear a, a man come out and, and say the things he said about the good Lord and, and put the emphasis where it is, where he put the Lord first, his family second, and football third. So that uh, he moved right up the ladder. Not that, you know, that's anything for him, but for me it meant, it meant something to me. Yeah, yeah, that that's special. We we love that here in the studio. All right, I want to. I, I I need to thank a few of our sponsors. Uh, Haley Toyota. Haley has it for less. Uh, Chuck Baker and the fine folks over there. Just a great people. Um, you know, I recently got a a vehicle from uh, from Chuck over there. You really did. love it. And um, I'm telling you, you're not going to work with any any finer folks than those folks over there. U.S. Cellular. Yes, guys. U.S. Cellular has a contest running. You need to. Uh, Get you a crunch and then scan, you know, take a picture of the um, QR code in there. Okay. And it takes you right on site and and do this. I'm telling you, it's pretty cool uh, in the U.S. Cellular ad in crunch. And we're in all three areas in U.S. Cellular. And that's a great place to pick up yes. the crunch. Yes. The crunch is free. The printed, printed version is free. You're going to go online and see the whole thing as well, um, the whole stories and all the other stuff. But uh, the, the printed piece is free and U.S. Cellular, Haley Toyota, the dog, the dogwood. I mean, oh. uh, you know, there's a lot of different places that have the crunch. And speaking of the dogwood, oh man, oh <laughs> man, that's one of my favorite places. Yes, Heath and Jamie and the and the crew do such a great job. And um, you know, there's always new restaurants coming in and building and new buildings or whatever. Right, they're never gonna beat the dogwood. No. It's, no. it's, you know, they've established themselves with great food. Sure. Great environment, great people over there. And, uh, you know, you can tell about a business by just paying attention to the customers in there. Yes. They're all happy. Sure. They're all, you know, there's a lot of chatter in there, a lot of fun being had. And, and again, I mean, the food, I mean, you know, Jimmy eats them out of chicken livers every week. So, he you does. know, get there early or you're not going to get any of that. Right. On Wednesdays. Yeah. On Wednesdays. Yeah. That's right. So, anyways, we we love the dogwood. Really appreciate them. Yeah, Mama approved. <laughs> Mama uh, approved. There exactly. you go. Exactly. There you go. All right. So, um, before we go to our next break, I want to get Jimmy to read the high school scores from uh, last night, and let's let's get those on the book and and be thinking about these before we start talking about the individual games. So, Jimmy, give us the rundown. All right, Carl. Here we are for week six. We had Grayson County eighteen, Fort Chiswell seven, Holston twenty eight, Narrow six. Craig County, 34, Roanoke Catholic, 18, Radford, 42, Allegheny, 6, Gretna, 38, William Campbell, 14, Appomattox, 48, Alta Vista, 10, Floyd County, 20, Carroll County, 18 in overtime, 
Cave Spring, 27, William Byrd, 14. Liberty Christian Academy, 49, Rustburg, 13. Salem, 24, Christiansburg, 7. Hidden Valley, 28, Pulaski County, 20, which moves the Titans to 6-0. Halifax County, 49, Jefferson Forest, 32. PH, 42, Blacksburg, 0. Amherst County, 39, Granby, 14. North Cross, 59, Blue Ridge School, 6. And then some games earlier in the week, GW Danville, 42, Amherst County, 15 on Tuesday night. William Campbell, 28, Alta Vista, 6. That was the Monday carryover no lights game. And then the Eastern Montgomery, 34, Bland, 8 on Monday. And Heritage, 28, Rustburg, 14 on Monday. And there's your scores for week six. That's great. And just a few others. Earlier in the week, William Campbell beat Alta Vista in a game that was uh, started back up after the lights went off. They won 28-6. to Eastmont beat Bland County, uh, 34-8. Heritage beat Rustburg, 28-14. Earlier in the week, GW Danville, 42-15 over Amherst County. And then we had a... A couple games postponed or delayed. Yeah. Stanton River and Spotswood, that was canceled. Okay. And then we talked a, a little bit about Glenver, uh, James River. That game was moved to, it looks like, October 18th. Okay. So, you know, a lot of, a lot of things going on there. All right, so we're going to mix things up a little bit. We're going to take a quick break. This is Crunch Time on WPLY. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to put the Jimmy thing out there. Oh? So just to mix things up, all right, stay with us. When we come back, we'll have the Jimmy thing for you. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. If you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price, I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me, pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins, wake up to what's possible. All right, <laughs> Coach, we got to do a quick little theme here, theme song, so uh, we're, we're getting ready for Jimmy thing. We ready? We're ready. 
time for the Jimmy thing. Jimmy, 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 Jimmy thing. Is that, is that it? That's it, man. I was waiting for the high notes to hit. So were all the, the dogs and cats. Anyway, thanks, guys. Hey, listen, uh, the Jimmy thing this morning is called The Same But Very Different. It was two years ago this month that the Crunch last covered Roanoke Catholic due to the fact that Roanoke Catholic didn't play during the COVID season in 2020. It was a state championship game against St. Michael the Archangel, and it would be the last time I ever saw Quan Ray play football. Roanoke Catholic losing that game was not something I was used to seeing, and the thought of not seeing Kwan play again, I could have never imagined that either. So the field and the place of play was the same. But knowing Kawan was not here any longer made it all very different. So we all need to be thankful for each day we have. And that's my Jimmy thing. That's awesome. And, yeah. and I will I will say, and Jimmy was there too, when we covered PH and Fleming, yeah. PH came out with a big banner, the players. Right. They ran through the, you know, through the the paper they had pulled, but they had this big Kawan Ray. Yeah. And I've I've yeah. got the picture pulled up right now looking at it because they had a big uh, banner that said the Star City Kid, and it's a picture of Kwan running the football, looking sort of over his right shoulder, and the stars in the background. I mean, it was really, you know, even though he never actually played with PH, it was great to see how they took him right in, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting on the banner, you know, he, he was, he transferred, he was going to play with PH before, you know, he passed away, but on the banner, you know, they've got him in the Roanoke Catholic That's Green. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. That is. Yeah, that very is. special. Yeah. All right, we're going to jump right into our games and our scores. We're going to let Jimmy go first again. We're going to keep Jimmy on the— And he's got me going, yeah. you got to keep him on the uh, the wheel here, the hamster wheel. Uh, Craig County, Roanoke Catholic, Jimmy, that was your game. Give us your impressions of that game. Yeah, my son Graham and I were there, and uh, Graham got to ride the big— uh, lift up yes so they <laughs> he had a view of the field and, lift yeah yes. and he told me he said he didn't know if he wanted to ride that lift again he that said it was a little safe. higher than he thought and it moved every time somebody else moved up <laughs> yes. but uh you know as i stated at the beginning uh craig county you know brought a great crowd with them and of course you know uh roanoke catholic had their had their normal crowd and and it was great to see you know, people, uh, for example, I ran into the vaults, which, uh, you know, it was great because they had Andrew and Alex that, that played. But but I will tell you, having not seen Roanoke Catholic for, you know, two years, um, they're they're a young team. Yes. And they're um, – it, it was good to see, though, uh, how Coach Price uh, – he, he worked with them just like those teams that were undefeated teams. I mean, so even though they were younger, uh, they're not having the greatest season thus far – uh, he was still putting his time in with them anyway. But uh, Craig County came, you know, prepared. Uh, just some quick stats that we have for uh, for rushing. We had uh, Dylan Crawford, who rushed 13 times for 84 yards and a TD. We had uh, Cameron Shell for 14 carries for 79 yards. Uh, Zachary Peters had 11 carries for 75 yards and three TDs. He was number 13. And we had uh, Braden Fango, 9 for 23 for one touchdown. And those are all Craig County Those players. are all Craig County yeah. players. So uh, jumping on the rushing side for Rona Catholic, we had uh, number two, Marquise Adams, 10 carries for 87 yards. Uh, number 23, Aries Oliver, 7 carries for 37. We had uh, Riley, um, I'm pausing here, Stransky for uh, 5 carries. He only had, it was a 1-yard TD. He got 1 yard, but it was for a touchdown. 
Make uh, it count, Coach. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's correct. So uh, for the rushing side, Craig County had a total of 48 carries for 273 yards. And um, rushing for Rona Catholic, they had 33 carries for 144 yards. Uh, the passing, uh, you know, I, I did notice that with uh, Craig County that I noticed when you all covered them first, yeah, Carl, yeah, uh, that, that seven, uh, Frango was the quarterback. Right. But they had uh, Zachary Peters, number 13, in there a lot. Uh, so he was, between the two of them, they, uh, they only threw three for four passing between the two of them for 22 yards. And, of course, over on Catholic side, uh, Sam Sweeney went four for five for 85 yards, and he threw two touchdowns. And uh, Marquise Adams, uh, he also had, um, you know, some some receptions as well. So, but uh, receiving-wise, you know, um, it was a it, – it, it, I will say that noticing the field – the grass was high. It was uh, it was it was hmm. slow moving out there. Really, and, and it was also interesting. Uh, you know, you forget um, how dirty you get on a real field. Yeah, and, that's right. And, and you forget when you take the photos how much grass flies when those cleats are stuck in there right. and somebody pounds you. Yeah. So, uh, but it was a a great night and uh, it was good to be back out there for Rona Catholic. But I will say, like I said in my Jimmy thing, um, it did take me back to. Uh, you know those seasons where we watched Kwan and a lot of the other guys that are you know you know that that we miss, but uh, it, it was you know sort of sober for me to see sure, all that and sure. be there again. Yeah, you know, coaching over at Rona Catholic for years, one of the things that you notice in a private school is that you will have two, three, four years of really dominant teams, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you go through that lull of about two seasons to where you're now waiting on the next group to get older, mature, right? to where they can start meshing together. So Bob Price, trust me, Bob Price is just young right now. Yeah. It has nothing to do with coaching. It has nothing no. to do with the players. It has no, He's just young. That That's what it really boils down to. Give him about another season, two more seasons, he'll have these guys right back playing for state championships. Well, you know the thing I like about Coach Price is he – doesn't coach any different. No, he <laughs> I, does I not. I was at his practice. Yes. I mean, when they were winning state championships over there, he coaches the same way. I sure. mean, he gets after them, and, you know, he has a level, a standard that he expects. Right. And I don't care who's out there. You're going to you're gonna practice to that level, and you're yes. going to play to that level. And let me tell you, no matter where I'm at, no matter it, it, where Bob Price is at, if I see Bob Price – he is a, you know, he is a gentleman's gentleman. He will yep. come over. He'll shake your hand. He'll ask you how you're doing. Uh, same way with coaches, you know, Coach Sweeney, uh, all these coaches that you see with Rono Catholic, these guys are just good men, good leaders for these kids over there, mm-hmm. and just all around good community leaders. Here. One thing about it, the the young people are always watching. Yes. You know, you can say one thing and act differently. Sure. And they see how you act. Right. So, you know, these coaches are such, uh, they're, they're such great uh, leaders because the kids look to them of how they yes. deal with people, how they handle adversity, how they handle success. Sure. I mean, they're watching all of it. Right. And uh, we really appreciate all everything the coaches do out there. Yeah, and trust me, they'll, they'll be back ringing that bell before, too. Not, <laughs> you know, not long, so trust me. Coach, what... Uh, what game caught your eye last night? What uh, what jumped out at you? Again, you know, we talked about it earlier today uh, with Patrick Henry. Yeah. Patrick Henry is really starting to catch my attention here. And, and look, we watched two teams last night come in on two very different courses. 
Mm. Plain and simple. You know, Blacksburg hasn't played a game in, what, three weeks now? Right. And guess what? You got PH. Boy, that, no, that's not a game you want it. Trust me. But it's you're starting to watch PH mesh together. And that's the thing that really starts to get people to notice you. Right. And the good thing with Patrick Henry is they're starting to do it quietly. And you start looking and then, but now you start looking at the schedule. Right. And you're going, okay, who's on the schedule? And then all of a sudden you look to next week and you got Hidden Valley. And you're going, okay. and Something's got to give, Coach. Something's got to give. And, Carl, you know as well as I do, I'm, I've always been a firm believer. I think it's okay if you're on a six, seven-game winning streak to lose one. Because sure. it kind of gets you back down off the, you mm-hmm. know, off the mountain a little bit. It kind of centers you a little bit. I really think right now that PH could get this win over Hidden Valley next week. I, I think it's two teams heading in a very similar direction, and you're watching Hidden Valley. Hidden Valley's doing it with defense. We watched that last night. But I really feel like PH, that momentum, these kids are are really starting to jail. I, I think, you know, Hidden Valley better bring something for PH because PH is going to bring everything they got next week. Well, one thing about this game next week between those two, I think, is you're going to see the ball in the air a bunch. Yes. And when the ball's in the air, and I say that, but when the when the ball starts being thrown all over the lot, it opens up the run. Right. So you're yeah. gonna, first you're going to see the ball in the air, and and then you're going to see some gaps for runs. You're going to see some, right. You're going to see some big runs, I think, and so. Uh, you know, this thing could get high scoring. Well, it, look, uh, the Joey Beasley kid for Patrick Henry, this young man raked up 185 passing yards last night, two passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. This is a young man that can do it all. And this is something you've got to watch because if you're not ready for this style of quarterback, you just don't know. You know, this is one of these guys that you're like, okay, we we need to worry about the pass. No, you don't. You need to worry about him running because he can run on you. Well, I, I, let me interrupt you, Coach. All right. So, Hidden Valley is going to be ready for this style of quarterback? Yes. Because they got one just They've like got it. one. Exactly they're like exactly, him. They're exactly, yes. they're each other. They're exactly like him. But sometimes you get so concentrated on the fact that this kid wants to throw the ball. Yep. He runs on you. And like, like you said, they've got the same style quarterback. Don't be surprised if this game gets to a point where this isn't a, this isn't a shootout. This may be who's who has the better defense. Maybe. And just, you know, just going at that angle. And But right now, you know, I, I kind of felt bad for Blacksburg last night because, you know, they hadn't played in three weeks. And this is a team that's moving. And this is the team you get. And But it happens. Right. But I, I'm curious to see, though, how, how this game, you know, takes place next week. And it wouldn't shock me if this is like a 14-13 kind of game because just of the simple fact of their defenses. Last year when they played, it was 14-6. to Exactly. And I think you're going to see the same style of game. The, these guys are going to get after each other. These guys are, you know, because right now in the area, you know, you hate to say it, the biggest target that's on the back right now is Hidden Valley. They're undefeated. They're getting they're getting a lot of attention right what now. What a great target to have, though. It is. I mean, it is. Who would want to trade undefeated I, for a target? I'll I, take it I'll every take day. It. I'll take it I'll every take day. It. And the good thing is, they're backing it up. Yeah. That's the thing about it. They're, they're literally out there backing it up every single week. And like I said, it irritates me. It irritates me because I've heard three people this week sit there and go, that's just a Cinderella story. Yeah. No, it's not. That's a good team. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, no way of getting around it. That's a good team. And they showed it last night. But I, I like, look, I like the Taylor kid from PH. I like the Beasley kid. I, I think that this is a team right now that you've got to watch because they're they're on that course of they're a good team. Yeah. And they're starting to mesh together and they're starting to jail. And, yeah, they're they're really good right now. Uh, talking about Hidden Valley, that 28-20 win over Pulaski County still impresses me. You know, Hidden Valley got started with Dragovich throwing a 51-yard toss to Ashton Carroll right down the middle of the field. Yeah. Uh, you know, the thing about Hidden Valley, too, is there's so many weapons. You can't, you know, Ashton is, you know, an H-back. Sure. He blocks well. He runs. Uh, he catches the ball. But if you if you take your eye off of him and think he's blocking, he's liable to release and get open in the middle of the field. And he right. catches and runs well. That's it. So, um, you know, then uh, Pulaski tied it up with a scoop and score. You know, Brett Jones had a big game, caused yep. a fumble, and then J.J. Gully took it back to the house for a 7-7 seven to seven, uh, early tie. Pulaski actually went up 14-7 to seven, um, when their quarterback, Chris Gallimore, you know, hit uh, John Lyman on a 20-yard TD pass. Right. So that's another thing. You know, Hidden Valley has been down before and come back. They don't panic when they get down. So, you know, that's interesting. And then um, Hidden Valley, you know, uh, had a TD pass to tie it up. And then I think Dragovich had a run, made it 21-14. We got into the second half. Uh, how about Hidden Valley uh, running back DJ Banks? Yes. Uh, he made a play last night. I, I saw, I wasn't at that game, but I saw a video of it where they threw it out to him in the flat. And it looked like he slipped down, but he put his hand down. And he never really touched the ground. Okay. All the Pulaski players coming out to make the play just flew by him. Sure. He got, you know, he got his balance and cut back the other way. And it was a big, it was a big game, but it was really a cool looking play. Uh, he's very athletic. He's been a pleasant surprise for the Titans. Uh, and then, and then the Titan defense really, you know, did the job late. Pulaski County tightened it up 28 to 20 on a, a, another nine yard TD pass from Gallimore right. to Lyman. But the PAT was no good. You know, in high school football, oh. the PATs kill you. Yes. Uh, you just think them. they're automatic, and they're not. They're not often, you know, I mean, it looks like it's just, you know, uh, just a day at the office, but it's easy to miss one. It's easy to get one blocked. Sure. Uh, you got to really be careful, but they they missed that one, and it made it a 28-20 game. And um, so anyways, uh, Pala or, uh, uh, Hidden Valley held on, and congratulations to them, 6-0. You know, the the big stat that really got me last night was you had three fourth down plays and Hidden Valley stopped you on all three of them. Wow. That that right there. And, you know, I, I know that we that's said That's desire. There, well, that's desire, and th that's just solid defense. Yeah. That is solid play. And I know that we said here a lot, and we, you know, we talk about Carroll, we talk about Dragovich, we talk about last night, you know who won that ball game? The defense. That defense won that ball game. And, and nothing against the boys on the offense. You did a great job last night. But you need to, when you get in practice on Monday, you need to smack some helmets for that defense because that defense won you a ball game last night. And, you know, they did it last week. Are you handing out, Coach? I'm handing, handing out, uh, I'm handing stickers. Out, I'm handing out stickers. Let's put, <laughs> let's put stickers. the L on the sticker. You know? <laughs> let's put it on the helmet. But, no, that that's the thing is that, you know, we always hear Coach Holter with Salem go, you know, we're a pretty good team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hidden Valley's a pretty good team. Yeah. And it it's one of these teams that 
when we watch teams over the years, Carl, and you and I have watched a ton of teams over the years, it's not one thing. One week, the offense gets you. That's right. Next week, the defense gets you. Third week, special teams get you. This is where Hidden Valley's at right now. Mm-hmm. This isn't a one-dimensional team. This isn't, well, we'll just let all the, you know, the offense will score and we'll take care. No, this is a team that they have put together a 6-0 and start based on offense, defense, special team, all-around good play. Right. Plain and simple. Because we, you know, we watched that Franklin County game. I, I'm sure there was a lot of people sitting there going, we're going home. This game's over with. Right. And two minutes later, what happens? In Valley, they, they come win. back. They win. And you're sitting there going, what just happened? You know, it, it's one of those games where you go home and you go, you know, how was the game? Oh, Franklin County beat them. You know, and then you, you left early. Yeah. And yeah. then you wake up the next morning going, well, what happened? I'll be darned. That, but we're, we're starting to see a team with Hidden Valley that literally has all the components together. Yeah. They're playing well. They've bought into the system. Right. They know how it works. We've watched this maturity level go up. And again, like I said, they're getting a lot of press right now. And what scares me is, is when teams get a lot of press, they start buying into their own press. And I'm hoping that these kids... Haven't seen that so far? Haven't seen it. Haven't seen it, but I'm hoping that these kids aren't buying into that. Yeah, that's a good coaching staff over there. I think they'll keep them grounded. Yeah. Uh, My game was Amherst County over Granby, 39-14. Tyleek Brown, I mean, he's he played quarterback. He played wide receiver for Amherst County. What a great athlete. Had a couple of interceptions. He's just smart. Sure. You know, Granby likes to throw the ball. Right. They throw it all over the lot. And he just picked their pockets a couple times. You know, sitting back at safety, he just rolled into the right spot and got a couple big interceptions. I'll tell you, Isaiah Idor for them, uh, big running back for Pulaski County, number four, was impressive. Running back uh, Vincent Sweeney, number one, gives you the tough yards, a real leader out there. I like their middle linebacker, Logan Burnett. Right. 54, makes a lot of tackles, very hard-nosed. And and another Sandage, you know, you, this name, this last name, in some areas, you know, you have a name that just keeps showing up. The family's there. And sure. They, you know, they have a lot of relatives. Dimitri Sandage, at number 73, I really liked what he did for Pulaski County on the line. But it was a, it was a fun game to watch. And, again, after the break, we're going to have Coach Christmas talk a little bit about that game. Right. But that was a game that, uh, that certainly um, – was was something that I enjoyed. Salem, 24, uh, Christiansburg, 7. Let's move on to that. Salem, 254 yards against a hard-nosed Christiansburg team. Yes. Um, they, You know, Salem scored the first three times they had the ball. They did. Yeah. So, you know, this – so it's 21 nothing. I think Coach Holter was uh, quoted as saying, hey, you know, we, we pumped the brakes a little bit here. Right. And he doesn't like that. So, you know, after that 21 to nothing – uh, lead from Salem, it was a 7-3 game Christiansburg. Sure. So, but, you know, Deron Wilson, the quarterback for Salem, just makes plays. He he hit Jake Massey, the tight end there, on a seven-yard TD pass. There was a, a nine-yard run by uh, Javion Jones, a nice running back for Salem. And then Chauncey Logan. Yes. I mean, you talk about a stud. You got it. You throw the ball up there, it's his. It's his. He's going to get it. It's his. And I know when they played Martinsburg earlier, when I interviewed the kids from Martinsburg afterwards, they said that number 11, he said, you know, he stands out. Yeah. Well, and you take a look at Salem's season so far. And, you know, the measuring stick that we always look at right now, and there's nothing against the other teams they've played, was that Martinsburg game. And that that's a team. It's a, it's a really good team. It's a super team. They come out of West Virginia. And it was a 35-21, you know, loss there. 
But it's, in my opinion, that's not a loss for Salem. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a game that teaches you what you need to work on, shows you what you need to improve on, and how you're going to be. And the next game, you get Fleming. You beat them 46-20. The next game, you get Northside. You beat them 42 nothing. Then you get this team here with Christiansburg last night. Christiansburg was 4-0 when they rolled in last night. You know, this was this is not a bad team. Right. This is a team that's put four wins up on the board this year. And I really think you get your true test this week coming up, and that's that Pulaski game. Mm-hmm. Not only is it the Pulaski game, you got to go to Pulaski. You got to travel. You got to travel. So this is a game I think that you're really going to see what Salem has right now. You're going to see what Don Holter has. You're going to see if the Mules are going to, you know, hold up to what they've been doing over their over the years there at Salem. Mark Dixon has a good team. His record may not show it right now, but he's got a good team. Mm-hmm. We know it. We've seen it. You know, th- this is a man that's been there how many seasons now? What, two seasons? Yeah, yeah. Two seasons, and he's kept Pulaski rolling. It, this hasn't been a well, letdown. That first season was COVID. Yes. So, I mean, that's not – does that even count? No, I, but, you know, but it wasn't a letdown for him. Right. You know, they had a decent season during that COVID season. And, right. you know, right now you're watching him. He, he's got some good pieces to work with there. This is going to be a really good game between these two, and we've got a big week coming up next week. We do. It's going to be fun. Yeah. All right, a few of my other sponsors I want to get to, uh, Pittman Construction, Walt Derry and the guys over there. Yes. Man, I'm telling you, if you've got any kind of work you need on your home or you're doing an expansion or a remodel, you got to start with Walt and his team over at Pittman Construction. They are fantastic. Right. And the thing I like about them is, you know, they're artistic too. They don't just do you know, what everybody else does. I mean, they come with ideas. Sure. They, they, they listen to what you want and, and they make it all work. So right. uh, you got to start with Pittman construction. If you're, if you're looking to do something, the Marius group, these guys, uh, you know, fantastic um, financial planners, advisors, these guys do super job. Uh, um, Stuart Barnes is, is, is great. Jay over there really uh, just the whole team is, is fantastic. Give them a call. If you, you know, if you're if you're not happy where you're at, or you're sure. looking for somebody to help you with your future finances, these guys are fantastic. And then Custard Stand Chili Coach, good on it, <laughs> good on anything, man. You got it. You know, I mean, I'm telling you, you know that that stuff. I mean, there's something magical about that stuff. Custard Stand Chili on a Heiner's bun. <laughs> we're rolling. Oh man, you know what I'm saying? Put your I good dog you. in there. We're rolling. I hear you. All right, this is uh, you've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. Let's take a quick break. Stay with us. We got more. WPLY, Roanoke, WPLI, Lynchburg, and online at sportsradiova.com. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on CustardStand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. A Ronde, football players know a lot about building. 
to be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. Do you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price? I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6. And Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop off Brambleton. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow, financial advisor with the Merius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, and I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day, using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasino's, Delville, and Roanoke. When I wake up in the morning for breakfast, I want something good. Thomas's English Muffin fills the bill. Taste with a toasted crunch. Original 100% whole wheat, blueberry, cinnamon raisin, and are you kidding me, pumpkin spice. Thomas's English Muffins, wake up to what's possible. 
All right, welcome everybody back to Crunch Time on WPOY. Um, all right, so I want to go through the scores again from last night. I'll just reel them off. Actually, let me start with um, with uh, earlier in the week. We had William Campbell twenty eight to six over Alta Vista, Eastmont thirty four to eight over Bland County, Heritage beat Rustburg twenty eight to fourteen in a close game. Yeah, closer than that. Uh, and GW Danville beat Amherst County forty two to fifteen. Uh, last night, uh, Salem got Christiansburg twenty four to seven. Hidden Valley stays undefeated six and zero. They beat Pulaski County twenty eight to twenty. Lloyd County won an overtime over Carroll County, 20-18. Craig County, 34. Roanoke Catholic, 18. Patrick Henry, 42. Blacksburg, nothing. LCA, 49-13 over Rustburg. Retina, 38-14 over William Campbell. Radford bounces back from that loss to Christiansburg last week. They beat Allegheny, 42-6. Appomattox, 48. Alta Vista, 10. North Cross, 59. Blue Ridge, 6. How about North Cross? No. Cave Spring 27 to 14 over William Byrd. Holston got Narrows 28 to 6. Bassett 49. Magna Vista 13. How about that? I know. I'm telling you what, keep your eye on Bassett. Yes. Halifax County 49. Jefferson 4 32. This was a close game. Oh, yeah. You know, Halifax is undefeated, but, uh, you know, Jefferson Forest was up 25 21 okay. in that second half, but just, you know, Halifax got away from them. Right. GW Danville 39 to nothing over Martinsville. And Patrick County, 46-27 over Tunstall. Uh, one game that was canceled, uh, Stanton River at Spotswood. That didn't happen. And then Glenver, James River, was moved to October 18th. So we've still got that one coming up. All right. Uh, so from Monday, you know, William Campbell beat Alta Vista in a delayed game. They had the lights go out on, on Friday night, and then they resumed it on Monday. But we got to talk to uh, – Coach Danny Broggins after the game. So let's give a listen to Coach Broggins after that big win. Great win. So, you know, splitting a game like this, I mean, that's unusual, getting the kids back focused. Uh, but they didn't, they seemed to this second time to come out really charged up. Oh, yeah. Well, because I think, you know, even though the game was six to six on Friday night, it left a sour taste in our kids' mouth because they know we didn't play generals football. We played really good on defense, but the guys on offense, you could tell that, you know, running backs didn't hit the hole hard or the quarterback made a wrong play call. Receivers didn't get the play call to the coach, whatever the case may be. So I think my guys left Friday night with a sour taste in their mouth and they wanted to come back out and prove to everybody that that wasn't them Friday night. You know, we're a yeah. lot better than what we you know, what we put on display. So it wasn't hard at all to get them back going. Like I said, we're being an in-county game. A lot of these kids know each other. A lot of these kids are, you know, familiar with each other, related, whatever the case may be. So anytime you get to play somebody that you know personally, you don't have to get excited for that. Right, mm. right. Uh, your defense, man, really stood out. I know you scored... You scored a lot of points here in, in this tonight, but your defense really showed up. I mean, they couldn't get settled. The quarterback couldn't get set. I mean, you really pinned your ears back mm-hmm. and went after him. Tell me about your defense. Slight adjustment. Slight adjustment for huh. Friday night. We went and watched the tape, um, you know, and told guys, you know, this is what you got to do. We're doing everything the right way. We're just doing not doing it aggressively. You know, Friday night, they were getting, you know, we were tackling them for three-yard gains and stuff like that. I said, if you come off the ball, you come off the ball aggressively, those three-yard gains would be no gains and tackles for a loss and stuff like that. And we made a slight adjustment up front on defense, and it worked out in our favor. Uh, Coach Brogan's a great guy. I mean, you know, they're – William Campbell's a small single-A school. They don't get a lot of attention and love over there, but, I mean, he, nobody works harder than him with his kids. How do you like the comment, we watched the tape? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know, because the game was split up. Yeah. You know, they went and watched the tape and said, hey, we got to make a couple adjustments. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure Coach Cox did the same thing at hey, Alta Vista. You know he did. 
But Absolutely. That, but that's awesome that you can sit there and say, hey, we only played half a game. Something wasn't working right. What do we need to... Let's watch the tape. Let's look and see what's going on on tape. Love it. Love it. All right, so now we've got uh, from last night's game, uh, the 39-14 win by Amherst over Granby. Uh, we got Coach Christmas from Amherst County uh, after the game to, to comment. Uh, so this is Coach Christmas. You got to be happy with your effort. Oh, I am. You know, we got great kids, and uh, we, we've had a rough go. You know, two weeks off. You, you know, we are still trying to catch back up, and you know, it, you get in shape preseason. It's hard to get in shape in season if you're not already in it, and so we've been struggling with that. And uh, but I'll tell you, our kids—they're very resilient. Yeah, they keep working hard, and. And we're getting better, and we just gotta we just gotta keep going. Yeah, these COVID days are crazy. I crazy. mean, I know you got you you football coaches like a schedule. You like routine. Oh, absolutely. And you got none right now. That's but right. but uh, but it's fun watching you play. Now uh, you play two different quarterbacks. Both of them yeah. look pretty good yeah. back there. And we got a third one that I, I didn't get in tonight, but uh, he I work all three of them equally in practice. Yeah, and. Uh, so Tyleek's back was tightening up a little bit on him, and, and I put Jay-Z in, Jay-Z on, and uh, he did great. Tyreek Belcher is our other quarterback, and sometimes I'll I'll put him in. Tyleek is our starter, but then I'll, I'll I'll put one of those two guys in. Tonight I put Jay-Z in, yeah. and uh, he did a good job. How about your defense? You got a couple turnovers? I mean, it looked like uh, you really baited them into a few throws, and, and they throw the ball pretty well. They throw the ball well. I mean, that's their deal is throwing the football, and uh, – you know, <clears throat> I thought I thought we did a I thought we did a great job most of the time. I tell you, you know, I love Coach Christmas talking about you know reality. I mean, yeah. COVID, right? You know, they, they, you know, being in shape before the season and then having to stop because of COVID, and then you know, if you have to try to get back into shape, you know, sure. how do you stay in shape when you're off? And man, I, I tell you, it just offers up so many different challenges. Well, you know, and, and Amherst is one of these teams that you really don't hear a lot of. They're they're kind of the quiet in the Seminole District. Yes. Even though they put up good numbers, good wins. The only loss they've had this year is GW Danville. They're 2-0 and in the Seminole District right now. But they're one of these teams, you know, they kind of get a little bit overshadowed mm-hmm. by the Brookvilles, by the EC Glasses, you know, and by the Heritage. You know, you see this. But let me tell you. They're a factor in the SEC of, you know, districts in the area. They're a factor here. And a good program, 3-1 and one right now. And, and again, when you look at that one loss to GW Danville, granted it was 42-15, that was GW Danville, though. Yeah. This, that's a good program. Yeah. That's yeah. a solid program. But, no, Amherst, they're one of these teams that could easily mess up the oh, Seminole absolutely. District in a heartbeat. Absolutely. And it wasn't so long ago that Amherst County was the – was the seminal team that was representing that district in the state. Yes, correct. So again, you know, they've got talent up there. They do. Uh, Coach Christmas is getting it organized. Right. Uh, they will be a factor at yeah. some point. All right, I want to thank a few more of our sponsors. Mama D's, uh, the Deanna's over there at the barbershop. Yes. Uh, great ladies. I'm telling you, that's where you need to go to get your hair cut. The price is right. Coach and I go there. We I do. just got a haircut this week. There you go. You know, you go in there and... The Deanna's give you a little grief. Yes. You know, they tease you. They they mess with you. I love that. Yep. And uh, they do a fantastic job. Uh, and we really appreciate them. They're right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Yes. Uh, make an appointment. Get in there. Get your hair cut. If you mention the crunch, you get a shampoo. Look at that. 
I'm telling you, man, that's uh, that's worth it. That's good stuff. Uh, Thomas's Muffins and Heiner's Bread, both from Bimbo Bakeries. Those, those folks do uh, do yeoman's work there. I mean, if uh, you know, I start just about every day with a Thomas's muffin. Look at that, and it's so good. And uh, you know, Heiner's Bread, uh, excellent. It's been around for a hundred and some years. So. Uh, when you're in the grocery store, make sure you pick up those items. They support Crunch. Definitely. In other words, they support you. Yeah, they support us. You support them. They're local, yes. and uh, they certainly support local. So we really appreciate uh, Randy Salyers and all the guys over there uh, for what they do. All right, let's jump right into our uh, one of my favorite parts of the, sh- of the show, the Haley Toyota Legendary Coaches and Players segment. Today, you know, we have Coach Jeff Heifel, uh, formerly of William Byrd, uh, before that, he was at Floyd County for a little while. Uh, Coach Eiffel played at Andrew Lewis back in the day. Yeah. How about that? So uh, let's give a listen to Coach Eiffel. I am here today with retired William Bird coach Jeff Heifel, a legendary coach. Uh, he probably wouldn't say that, but I say that. Outstanding coach. I've enjoyed talking to Coach Heifel over the 24 years we've done Crunch. Learned a lot from him, uh, both about football and life and business. I want to start with the basics. Where were you born? Uh, right here. Born in Roanoke City, the old Jefferson Hospital. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And you were raised here, too? Yep. I've been here my whole life. Where did you actually grow up? I mean, was it... In Roanoke City, or was it in an area? Roanoke County, about two miles from here. Uh, Lewis Gill Hospital. Back towards the city a little bit? Uh, well, you know, there's a McDonald's down there. On yeah, the on highway. Apperson? The hill up behind it. We lived on top of the hill. Maybe some listeners know, but, I mean, Roanoke was different back then. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it is now. That was a main thoroughfare. Yeah, the right? Lee Highway was. Now, see, I mentioned Lewis Gill Hospital. That was a big old farm field. Now, really? Was, okay. Well, 419 didn't go through that. 419 stopped uh, at Lee Highway. It didn't come on out this way. I'll be darned. Uh, uh, so did... Uh, so Ridgewood Farms was that the was that the plantation there where the uh, that was still off off fuel and stuff back through there too. Okay, Kelly Road ran through there, but there was no four nineteen didn't come up through. There. Interesting. Tell me about your high school days. Now you played at Andrew Lewis. Andrew Lewis, yeah. So Andrew Lewis is. I mean, I wasn't around obviously when that when Andrew Lewis was big and when it was even around. So it's always fascinated me, Coach Eddie Joyce. Yes and the success they had there and all the things that were achieved. So tell me about your high school days. What did you play? Yeah, the uh, that whole Lewis thing was quite... And, and Salem, I, I played Sandlot football up in Salem. Mm-hmm. We had, had our own league, uh, the Salem League, and, and then played, went right up through the school system, starting in eighth grade. Andrew Lewis was eight through 12. Okay. So we had an eighth grade team, then ninth grade team in the varsity, JV and varsity. Uh, I, was, I was a young, I was a running back and uh, linebacker type kid. Uh, most of the way through. Then my actually for my senior year, we went two platoon. First time I'd ever done that. We had so many people coming back, they decided to go two platoon. And I, I was moved to a top of starting tight end and didn't play any defense. I seen nobody. Well, I said nobody. We had one guy who played both ways or practiced both ways anyway. The rest of us, you were offense all day, every day. Or you were wow. defense all day. That day. was a real luxury back then. Yeah, well, they had never done it. And we just had so many people back there. And again, it, it, you know, I understand why they did it. You know, looking back, I, I, it hurt us in some ways, I think, as far as we got championship game starting defensive end a good friend of mine hurt his ankle be- that week before and he was an all district type kid well now you're bringing his backup in i think we had some guys starting on the offense who should have you know could have been so right. it made, made you thinner obviously because we, we didn't even practice both ways right i mean we practiced only time i practiced tackling all that all year uh was on we worked on punt team so we had to tackle so i remember you know that was it we didn't do any defensive technique, and the defensive guys didn't do any offensive technique. That's interesting. So so beyond that, did you like just going one way, or would you have rather played both ways? 
as a kid, uh, as a player. I, I, I think I'd rather go both ways. So yeah. the rest wasn't important to you. You'd rather been no, on the field no, making no. plays. No, during practice, maybe sometimes you say this is one way things pretty good. But as far as game night, no, I think everybody thought I'd rather go both ways. Now you went on to college. Yep, went to King College in Bristol, Tennessee. Did uh, you play there? Or did you? Uh, interesting. During our day at, at, at Angelo's, and it was back during the heyday. Uh, we flew to a couple of games. I mean, we chartered a plane, flew down to play at Hampton. We flew up to D.C. I when mean, you it, say flew, you I chartered mean, a... I mean, that's the only time most of us... I'd never flown. And most of us had never flown. Because, again, what nowadays every kid's flown. Right. We didn't fly. In fact, I haven't flown since then, really. Uh, <laughs> but uh, was, you know, I remember going out there and getting on the plane. First time I'd ever flown. Uh, you know, we're pulling in the parking lot, and they're announcing the Angelus charter plane is ready on runway side. And we just roll right through and get on it, take off. Well, you're probably more nervous about that than any game you, know, you ever it played was a little in. different. And it was funny. So, uh, we were, you know, it was a different world. We were so green. I think most of us had never been on a plane. We, I remember flying back from D.C. We had beaten G.W. Alexander, one of the teams that became, the remember, the Titan team. Yeah. Uh, we would beaten them pretty bad up there. And we're flying back. Uh, and, and word came back. It was, pass up all your loose chain. I remember first thing goes through my mind, what loose chain? They were going to crash. They didn't want change flying around the cabin. You know, they were taking up a tip for the stewardess on, on you know, on, on the flights. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't know. Most of it, I don't know if any of us knew what was going on. They didn't want to fly around. So the next time you didn't have any change in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Save a little money. We flew up to D.C. Matter of fact, we went up that D.C. flight. We went up there. It was in 68, I guess it was. It had rides all week. They almost called the game off. Uh, oh, wow. And they decided we'd go ahead and play. We flew up there, and we got in there early on a Friday afternoon. I remember we landed. Ladies at the airport wouldn't believe we were a football team. We were always small. They right. Too small. Uh, we got to the to the school, and it was early, I don't know, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock afternoon. We had beaten them in the state championship basketball the year before. Who's this now? The Angelos. This was D.W. of Alexandria. It was okay. one of the schools that combined. Uh, G.W. of Alexandria. Uh, okay. It combined later to be one of the schools for Remember the Titan team. We had beaten them in the state championship the year before in basketball at the buzzer. Matter of fact, I started running back this year. Larry Cecil picked the ball up off the floor and laid it up, and it went as, as the home was going off. We won the state Oh, wow. So we get to that place. They've had rides all week. I remember we're getting off the bus, and, and they've already lined up waiting for us. And they're saying, you know, which one's Cecil? Larry Cecil was the kid who made, made the win basketball. We're going, we, you know, he breaks in the open, we're going to shoot him all this time. All the kids were saying, he's a redhead at the back. Redhead. <laughs> <laughs> that was Coach Choice. Yes, we got it. ready. So we, he looked like an old kid, didn't he? <laughs> we, we went in and got dressed. We come out for the game, and there's a police escort. They surround us to walk us on the field. They walk us off at halftime back out. I mean, it was a little different atmosphere. Wow. Uh, yeah. And, well, we beat them pretty bad and got, got out of there, got back, made it back flame plane, too, even though we had to give her a loose change. Do you mean even after all that, you didn't kind of keep it close to try to be able to get out of there alive? I, I, I do have to at the time, I was still running back. So was, this is my junior, I guess, junior, sophomore year. And uh, so I remember uh, one time I was, I was running the ball. I went through a big hole, and I remember it flashed in my mind. I hope they know I'm not Cecil. <laughs> I just remember that flash. We just, you know, yeah. There was a good hole, and I took off to it. So they said, the first time he comes through the hole, we're going to shoot him. Uh, it's funny now, but I'm sure it wasn't yeah, funny yeah, back yeah. then. Well, so, again, it was an unbelievable fairy tale, great high school, you know, the whole atmosphere in Salem. Uh, anybody talks about it now, it's not what it used to be. Right. I mean, you know, we didn't have malls or anything else. Places really did shut down for Friday, and the whole student body was there now. Now it's more the communities at the games. I don't think that many students really go anywhere on these. Right. You find a small, you see the student section, that used to be the whole school was there. So it was really a great atmosphere to grow up play. Uh, and we had a, a, we were known as a smaller, quicker team uh, most time of year. And we had some guys who went on and had big success at Division One. We had some go to UT. Uh, 
before my time, we had some go down to Miami and end up in the NFL. I mean, we were really good football players. But what we mostly were, we were mostly Division three type kids. I mean, I was a tight end at 170 pounds. That's exactly wow. Pounds. So, and we most of us had chances. In my senior year, I think there were about five of us, fairly good friends, who all the what we call ODAC now, Hampton City, all those recruited yeah. us and offered all, you know, all of us to come. I think if one or two of us had gone, maybe a lot of us had gone up and all of us sort of, what we had run into with some of the older guys in front of us had, had gone that path and, and some of them had real success at Division Three. but we also saw a lot of them quit after a year or two, even if they were starting, they just, you know, it wasn't the same. Oh, yeah. They weren't flying in Division Three. <laughs> you know, in the games we went to, as we were being recruited, the crowds were nowhere near what ours were. I mean, so in some ways, you felt like it was a step down. A let down. Even though level-wise it wasn't. You were playing better people, I'm sure. Right. But the unit, you know, we had... At Lewis, we every uniform we had, we had it in short sleeve, we had it in long sleeve. Huh. We had rip-away jerseys. You know, it, it was just really an unbelievable situation. And and watching a lot of guys in front of us go and the places we went that were recruiting us, you know, it didn't. It looked like a step down. It was not a step down. Obviously, the time right. would have been better. Well, I tell you. <laughs> Look at that. Good trifle. I mean, that, those stories of Andrew Lewis and Lyon. Fly into a game at well, high school, and I love the I love the fact that he thought that the loose change would fly around if they were going down. That's awesome. You know? <laughs> he tells some great stories. Well, we really appreciate Coach Eiffel, and uh, we hope he's enjoying his retirement. I know he is. He's probably fishing and golfing. Well, you know, like he was saying there that you know we do miss the days where you know, the entire school comes out. Yeah, yeah. Because you you take a look at a lot of these schools, especially around the area here, you know, and you and I know that, like, Fleming and PH could possibly do something yep, yep. if you were doing it during the day. But most games are played off-site now. A lot so, of them are. Yeah, so you're either going to have to, you know, like Salem, you go from the high school to the stadium, uh, you know, EC Glass and all these, you're going over to City Stadium right. playing, and, you know, so it's, a lot of these schools play off-site these days, but I would have loved to have seen, you know, when he was in high school, just the, you know, because there is, you know, we see it today in the pageantry and everything that it is today. The kids out there just having a good time, cheering and everything like that. But, you know, evidently, you know, the way he was talking, they were flying the games. Yeah. What, you know, teams Long don't sleeve, do short sleeve jerseys, oh, everything. Road jerseys, home jerseys, away. You know, they had, it sounded like they had a pretty good program there, you know, for back in the day. Yeah. Because a lot of these schools, you know, as well as I do, talking to some of these coaches, you know, they didn't have hardly anything. No. And, and these helmets are expensive. Exactly. Um uh, well, I, I I loved hearing him talk, and I mean, he you know he does a great job, and and uh, you know telling stories and stuff, and you know Andrew Lewis is a fascination with me, and probably for a lot of people because yes. of the success they had, and the thing you hear when he was talking is, you know, if you listen closely, they weren't big, they no. occasionally they'd have a big athlete that probably was right. like you know division one size and could go on, but for the most part, they won with smaller guys. Sure. Um, which, you know, I was talking to another coach recently about this and, and, you know, back then, um, timing and, um, you know, was a big part of how they ran their, their program. Sure. So, you know, you didn't have to pancake a guy you were blocking. You just had to get in his way. Right. Enough that when that back hit that hole, he was gone he was before gone. the guy, you know, so it's interesting. I, I, you know, I think some of that's probably coming back. Right? Well, in the schools that he was talking about, they ended up merging to get, what, T.C. Williams. Yes, that's right. Yeah, they ended up merging to become T.C. Williams there. 
But it, it's amazing to hear the stories of, like he said, you know, police escorts, the yeah. riots and things like that. It's a they different were, time. It was a very different time. And to hear those stories and to hear, you know, what some of these players went through. And like you said, not a, not a big team, but sounded like, boy, they, they brought it every week, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, a few more sponsors I want to call out. Bellasinos, uh, wow, I tell you. Yes. I love the turkey grinder there, but the Fortners do a great job running that place, and it's a great place to go, meet, eat, um, watch sports. You know, they got big TVs up, and it's just a really uh, a great local place. Uh, there's sure. one in Daleville. There's one on Starkey over here in in um, southwest or southeast county. Not southeast county. South county. Yes, south county. There wow. you go. Wow. Um, so, you know, make sure you go and support them. And they also, you know, they sponsor the Jimmy thing. They do. Which we yeah. love. So, um, but we really appreciate the, appreciate all they do. Moneris, uh, Berman Clark, you know, that's an independent uh, insurance agency uh, specializing in Medicare insurance, health insurance, uh, really insurance protection. So Correct. It's great to have, you know, if that stuff confuses you or if you want somebody local to really... Right. Uh, have your best interests in mind. You know, you need to give Berman a call yes. and his group a call over there. Uh, the Salem Civic Center, man, I tell you, what's going on at the Salem Civic Center? I, you know, it's always fun to, to think about this, but, uh, you know, October 15th and 16th, they have that strongman competition, the national championships coming up. There you go. Uh, I tell you, that's fun to watch. You got to get over there. October 22nd through the 24th, the Kazem Shrine Circus Coach. Yeah. I'm a Shriner. Coach is a Shriner, so he's pushing hard. I will be out there at that circus. You can come by and see me. We've got elephants. We've got camels. we got a little bit of every clown. Take the kids and get out there. Yes. That's a great memory for yes. youngsters. Uh, and, it, and it supports such a great organization. You got it. That's Friday through Sunday. Friday, October 29th at 730. I love this one. Roanoke Symphony Orchestra is going to do the music of Sting and the Police. Look at that. I'm telling you, I love those songs. Yeah. And to hear an orchestra do them? Yes. That's going to be really cool. Rodney Carrington, Coach. He's coming. Friday, November 12th at 7.30. Coach, I think, already has front row seats. Yes. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Coach, you're going to go a couple days and, you know, tailgate? I might, have to. I might have to. We need to get him on the show. That's oh, that would a, be yeah. fun. We need to get him on the show. I wonder if he's a high school football fan. Oh, I'm sure. He's from Oklahoma boy. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he probably still goes to the games. You got it. And then December 16th, uh, rescheduled from the spring, Kansas. Yes. I love that. Great music there, Dust in the Wind. Yeah, the, I mean, point, all, the point of no return of, tour. How about that? Look, that's awesome. So uh, we really appreciate the Salem Civic Center and all the great shows they bring into the area. Uh, get over there and support them. They support the Crunch. It, actually, you know, all three uh, issues of the Crunch for Lynchburg, Roanoke, and the New River Valley are available sure. at the ticket office there uh, in a stand right outside uh, the ticket office at the Salem Civic Center. So if you want to get all three... Get over there and check it out. You know, and you were talking about the Roanoke Symphony uh, doing the music yeah. of police. They, on April 22nd of next year and June 17th of next year, 22nd, they're doing the music of Neil Diamond. Oh. And then the and June 17th of next year, a salute to the Eagles. Oh, man. So let me tell you. They're, I'm telling you, that's cool. Uh, they're getting a lot of good music that they're getting ready to put on us. That's cool. Here and, in the valley. And I'm not so sure everybody can pull that off, but I bet it's going to be great. Yes. That's going to be great. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to do the five things you need to know about high school football, and then we're going to do the grade eight debate. Oh. Coach and I are going to get after it here. All right. So stay with us. 
Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. Custard Stand Hot Dog Chili tastes good on hot dogs, nachos, burgers, fries, and more. Check out tailgate-friendly and dinner recipes on custardstand.com. Available at Kroger or a store near you. Jimmy Whitaker here, and one of my favorite restaurants is Bellasino's Pizza and Grinders. At Bellasino's, fresh is no gimmick. They bake their bread from scratch every day using the same scrumptious Grandpa Sam bread recipe since 1959. They have everything from grinders, pizza, salads, and appetizers that are made to order. Lunch or dinner, it's Bellasinos, Belleville, and Roanoke. Hi friends, Carl York here, your Crunch Time host. In addition to being passionate about local high school sports, I'm also passionate about the good work Boys and Girls Clubs of Southwest Virginia is doing in our community. Filling the gap between school and home for area youth by providing after-school programs focused on academic success, good character, citizenship, and healthy lifestyles. Our clubs depend on local support to stay open and available to our families. We believe every child and teen deserves access to experiences and opportunities that change their lives for the better. As a Boys and Girls Club board member, I invite you to learn more and join me in making a gift today. Do so at bgcswva.org. Again, that's bgcswva.org. Hey, Berman Clark here from Unaris. We are an independent insurance agency with a local touch who has been serving individuals, families, and businesses for over 30 years right here in Southwest VA. Why should you choose Munaris? We can simplify your insurance plan while providing concierge-like benefits management. Find out more. Give us a call at 540-563-1005 or check us out at MunarisBenefits.com. Munaris, here to help with all your insurance needs. The NFL Barber Twins for Pittman Construction. Hey, Rondé, football players know a lot about building. To be at the top of our game, we build on our knowledge and skill every day. And our former Cavalier teammate, Walt Deary at Pittman Construction, knows a lot about building, too. So call Walt for your construction projects, whether you're remodeling or building from the ground up. Pittman Construction will go the extra yard just for you. Call Walt or his dad, Bud Deary, at Pittman Construction at 427-2001. That's Pittman Construction at 427-2001. If you like a haircut from a barber that actually listens and gives you the great haircut you deserve and at a great price, I'm Deanna Brunel. And I'm Deanna Phillips. And together we are Mama D's Barbershop. We're located right behind the coffee pot on Brambleton. Just look for the 18-foot barber pole. Make an appointment on Facebook or stop in for the same-day appointment. Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday until 6, and Saturday until 3. Mention Crunch or this ad, and you'll get a free deluxe shampoo. See you soon at Mama D's Barbershop, off Brambleton. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer? 
teach your grandkids to fish? Hi, I'm Jay Harlow, financial advisor with the Mirius Group, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. And I can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call us at 540-769-0052. Our office is located at 3140 Chaparral Drive, Southwest Building C in Roanoke, Virginia. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. Heiner's Bread has been a staple in homes and on kitchen tables for over a century in this part of the country. No artificial preservatives, a low-fat, cholesterol-free food made with 100% pure vegetable shortening. Whether it's old-fashioned loaf, 35 wheat, or 35 white, and that 35 means only 35 calories a slice, choose the great taste of a product from this region, Heiner's. When you're shopping the grocery store aisles of your favorite store, think local. Think Heiner's. Since 1905, Heiner's Bread. crunch everybody it's crunch time i tell you um five things you need to know about football this week so this first one number five i just like the name of this team the york falcons really you're, you're <laughs> that's a bad as left which is playing everywhere no, in the state no, no, no. You know. this is a real high school in virginia doing <laughs> really well. real you know Come on, <laughs> york <laughs> falcons running back jordan leonard had 175 yards and four tds at york wow uh Last night, they beat arch rival Tab. Oh, oh. 44 18. Yeah, Tab. Yeah, there's a name that stands Terry out. Terry Kirby used yes. to, you know, came out of Tab. So, yes. you know, that's their rival. So I just, that jumped out at me. And that, I think that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Keep our eye on Jordan Leonard. Okay. Number four, Bissett take a bow. So Dave Bissett, who is part of the Crunch team. Yes. Uh, Dave is a reporter and great with stats and uh, really has been in, in, in the field for a long time. He's being inducted into the Radford Hall of Fame. Okay. How about that with Coach Rick Cormany, uh, Pat O'Mara, Gina Miano, Darius Nichols, okay. Shane Nichols, and contributor Guy Gilmore. So we're proud to brag on uh, one of our own there, uh, Dave Bissett. Uh, you know, he, he worked uh, a long time with the Radford News Journal. Yes. Uh, Christiansburg News Messenger, Southwest Times for a little while. Okay. Just a great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Big Yankee fan, too. There you go. <laughs> That's number four. Number three, I, I like this, Radford Division Oneers. So I was just noticing uh, last week on Saturday when I was perusing around watching some college football while I was working on the crunch, uh, kicker number 90 for Boston College is Connor Litton. Look at that. From Radford. Good job. And Boston College is 4-0, so you're yeah. going to see him kick a lot. Yes, well, he's got a great leg. When he used to kick at high school, it it really did sound like a cannon was going off. Okay. I mean, that's the kind of yeah. power. And he could really boot it. Uh, also, these are all Radford kids. Offensive lineman, uh, number 75, Ben Cox at Vanderbilt. Okay. He's played in eight of nine games as a freshman. Uh, plays on special teams. First year SEC. This is most impressive. First year SEC academic honor roll. Oh, this is at Vanderbilt. Look at that. He playing here now. Yes. I'm telling you, that's that's doing something. So I remember interviewing him in high school. What a great kid. Uh, just uh, proud of what he's done. And then Virginia Tech, a wide receiver, special teams player, number 20, P.J. Prelo. Okay. So P.J. is on the Virginia Tech team. Obviously, his dad's a coach over there, too. Uh, but he's playing and, and doing really well. Uh, great athlete. And we're really happy for, for P.J. Keep it up over there. 
Number two, Oscar Smith. Now, remember this name. So, Oscar Smith's defensive lineman, Kelvin Bethea. Okay. Uh, Friday, last night, he had four sacks. He had a number of quarterback hurries in a big 42 to nothing win over uh, Indian, Indian Hill. So, um, so, anyways, I mean, this guy is going to play Division One ball. Yes. No doubt. Right. And, um, you know, he uh, he's a name that you got to keep up with. I mean, they've, you know, Oscar Smith's only lost the one game to the team from California. Okay. Um, so, you know, you're going to hear more and more about them and about him, but he he doesn't give quarterbacks any time. Right. I mean, you got to, you're out of the shotgun. You better throw it right away. Say, you better, it better be gone. He's running through there. And number one, I got to give him love again. Tight and tough. Hidden Valley moved to 6-0. and 2-0 and yes. in the River Ridge. Uh, now face PH uh, this week. Uh, PH only has one loss, and that was uh, to Brookville earlier in the season. A good Brookville team. So hang on, baby. This is going to be good. You want it? I want it. Give it to Everywhere me. Titans, right mighty now. Titans. But no, want to give you real quick. Yeah, yeah. The six things. Oh, that you should know. Uh, we're going to add one more this week. Coach is changing the show. I'm going to change the show up a little bit. Uh, some let's talk some Heisman Trophy talk right now. Hello. And we've got a name that we're very familiar with that got put into the Heisman Trophy mix, and that's Travion Henderson. The young man is averaging a hundred yards a game. He's played in four games. His longest run this year has been 54 yards. He's got six touchdowns for Ohio State. And this past week, his name got thrown into the Heisman mix as a freshman. He's a freshman from Hopewell. And, man, he can fly. And uh, we're so happy for him. Yeah, uh, Great yeah. call out, Kay. Yeah, no, he just popped up out of the blue. And we're like, look at this. Yeah. That's, this young man we're very familiar with, you know, right here in our, uh, you know, in our state, our back door, and made the cover of Crunch. How about that? Oh yeah! Look at that! Oh yeah! So. He was he was on the Crunch. We uh, we talked to him. They won a state championship over our our Botetourt Cavaliers one year. Yeah. Uh, and he left school early. He left in the spring to get started with Ohio State. Yeah. And um, I tell you, he's got a great attitude. You know, he works really hard. He's got a younger brother at Hopewell right now. He's he does. doing really well. Yes. But. Uh, he talks a lot about his mom. Right. His mom motivates him. She's worked so hard, and he wants to give back. And just a great kid. Yeah. Great kid. kid. Great call-out, Coach. All right, so it's time. Oh, let me turn my paper over. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh, he's taking notes. I'm taking notes. Crunch grade 8 debate uh, poll. Here we go. So let me just give you last week's first. Okay. Number 8 was PH for me. Number 7, Pulaski County. Number 6 was Brookville. 5, Hidden Valley. Number four was Christiansburg, three Heritage, two Salem, and number one LCA. That was last week's grade eight for me. Yes. This week, number eight, EC Glass. Oh, okay. Back in the eight. Yeah, there we go. Number seven, Christiansburg. They dropped down a little bit. You know, Salem put it on them pretty good. Yep. Number six, Patrick Henry. Okay. Number five, Brookville. Number four, Heritage. Heritage and Brookville got to meet here sometime. Yes. Number three, all the way up to number three for me, Hidden Valley. Okay. Got to give them some love. You got to give them some respect. Yes. 
Number two is Salem, and number one is LCA. Okay. So that's my grade eight. Coach, what you got for me? You know, I, it's, <laughs> you know. no, I know, and there's nothing bad this week. I, I think you've got all the players in here. I, I think that, you know, you could really – look, LCA we know right now is number one. We we know that. And I know that a lot of people will sit there and go, well, hey, Hidden Valley, you can throw Hidden Valley. They're undefeated. I get that. Right. But the body of work that we saw from LCA last year to carry over to this year – Clearly, you put LCA in number right. One. We we know this. We see this, and they got the Davidson brothers it, exactly, and them. they and they got a big. I think they got a player uh, Zach uh, yeah, Rice or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. He's only wanted to be recruited by every school. The number in the one, con- yeah. lineman in the country. Yeah, uh, so yeah. you know that kind of gives you you know a coach named Rocco or something. You know, and a quarterback that's already signed with UVA. Exactly. You know, <laughs> so this this is a team that's really good, and Coach Rocco's got these guys where. You know, I, I really think from what happened last year with Lord Botetot, you always hear that thing of going, you know, now it's personal. Right. I, I think Coach Rocco, this is personal this year. I right. th- I think he kind of feels like I want that title. Right. We were there. We were that close, and we just couldn't finish it. I want to finish it this year. I want that title. So LCA number one, no doubt. Um, I can put Hidden Valley at two. I think Hidden Valley okay. could slide in there. Salem, you know, again, Salem has the loss. I know how good, you know, Coach Holter's team is. You can slide them in there. Again, trust me, EC Glass, Brookville, Heritage, they're all in that mix there. You know that that's in that mix. Um, you know, PH, again, PH scares me right now because they are getting that – that point of their scares looking. Scares you good, scares you bad. Scares me good and scares a little you bad. Because you, know, okay. you just don't know what you're getting. But mm-hmm. I, I like what I'm seeing out of these guys. And, you know, that's the thing that we're starting to watch with PH. Um, Christiansburg, again, they that was a hard loss last night. That was a hard loss. So, you know, Christiansburg, one of those teams you could have easily popped out and said, okay, let's put somebody in. Let's put somebody. But, Again, like I you just said, watched him beat a good Radford exactly. team. Exactly. Exactly. Week before. This is this is getting to the point now where this grade eight debate is becoming a debate because we're starting to see some of these teams pop up and you're going, Wow. Right. Who you know, who do you leave out? Right. And that's the biggest debate that we have is who do you leave well, out? Well, I will tell you, you know, on my list I have a couple that are right on the edge. Yeah. North Cross is right on the edge. It, right. Exactly. You know, Galax, for yes. me, is right on the edge. Okay. So, you know, I, I, I have some just outside of my eight. Sure. That, you know, yeah, they're interchangeable with those those last few. But North Cross, Coach Alexander's done a great job with North Cross. And they beat Blue Ridge. Yeah. They beat the brakes off Blue Ridge. Right. Uh, Friday. And, you know, Galax just lost to Graham, who's the number one team in 2A in the state. Right. 20 to nothing, and it was a little closer than that. I mean, you know, Graham got away from him a little bit, but, you know, Galax is right there, too. Sure. Yeah, but no, I I think at the top of the mountain right now, you've got LCA, you've got Hidden Valley. Then I think you put in the Salems. Then I think you put in the Heritage. Then, you know, so you've you've got these teams, these Brookville teams, these EC Glass teams, you know. It is, I think, the biggest debate these days for us is who do we keep out? Right. Because we, we know the players. And it's sad right now. One loss can keep you out of this poll. Oh, absolutely. And that, and it's, but it's just the significance of that loss. 
who did you lose to? Who did you, you know, and I know some people will sit there and go, well, why is Salem so high up? Well, the loss that Salem has is to an extremely good team out of West uh. Virginia. So you have to you have to weigh those losses and you have to weigh the wins as well. Yeah, and I think that team's still undefeated, and they beat a pretty good team out of Richmond. Yes, a couple of weeks after that, right. and they, they they are tough. They yeah. uh, that Martinsburg team is is a special team year in and year out. And you know there was talk, and there is talk that's that that'll be a regular opponent for Salem. Right, they'll go back and forth, and I'd love to see it because sure, I, I you know the one thing about Salem, right, they learn. Yes. You know, so the first time they played Martinsburg, you know, that one got away from the, you know, Martinsburg's got good speed and, you know, do a lot of things right. The second time, a little tighter. Right. You know, Martinsburg better not, well, you know, they better not go to sleep on Salem because they're, you know, they get better. They, they learn. Do. They do. And that's the thing is that you watch some of these teams and who was the team last year that played Yancey out of North Carolina? There it was... <sighs> I want, it was one of these teams that you're sitting there going, there's a reason that you go and you get a Yancey. Are you talking about uh, Heritage? Heritage played it. Heritage played Okay. Yeah, yeah, they played a tough team out of Charlotte, out of the Charlotte area. I don't right. know if it was Yancey, but it was, was a tough right. team. Right. I think it was Yancey. And in my head, I have, for some reason, I have Yancey in my head. But, you know, there's a reason you go after these schools out of these other states. Because, like you said, you learn from it. Yeah. You try to figure out what you need – and look, you're not going to get a school that last season was 0-10. That's not the school you're going to play. You want the school that is a state champion. You want a school that has, you know, hey, in the last two seasons, last three seasons, this this team's only lost one ball game. Right. Because you want to see how you match up to these other teams. And like you said, playing these schools only makes you better because you try to figure it out. What do I need to do? And that's not to say that the schools around here aren't bad, you know, mm -hmm. are bad. It's just a matter of it gives you a different perspective. Right. And that's that's the key thing. That's why we watch Botetourt play teams from West Virginia. That's why we watch Salem play teams from West Virginia. That's why you watch the Seminole District play teams from North Carolina. Not just any team. They're not playing just the any best team. teams. They're in playing those areas. the best teams. Yeah. And yeah, and truly it's a measuring stick and you learn from it. It's all about getting better. That's it. Uh the good coaches want to get better. The good yes. teams want to be challenged. They want to get better and I really think uh, the Martinsburg. Uh, I think, I think the state championship last year in okay. the spring. Now I know they didn't play Martinsburg last year in the spring, but they played them the year before that. But I think some of those big games, like you're talking about, really help these teams when they get deep in the playoffs. Sure, because then they start to see teams that can do a lot. Right, that have a lot of size, that have a lot yeah. of speed, that uh, are really multiple, that can throw, that can run, uh, right. run pass option on the quarterback. It's tough. If you don't see that every, sure. every and, week. Sure, and you know as well as I do, there's usually a team from the coast that will come in from the beach area Yeah, that you haven't seen anything like. Right. It's it's just not in the teams that you're playing, and then all of a sudden that team kind of runs the table, and you you kind of expect them to run the table. Right. Because, you you know, we haven't seen them. We don't know anything about them, and we, we see it year after year after year, and, you know, it it is the the teams that you can play that makes you better. Play those teams. Yeah, they will make you better. That's the thing. They will expose your weaknesses, and once you expose those weaknesses, you can fix it. Yeah, you know you can go in after you know and pull the tape and watch the tape. Coach loves that. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let's let's talk a little bit of uh, college football. 
Uh, obviously, we we already mentioned it earlier. Uh, Thursday night, UVA. Yeah. And the goalpost. And the goalpost. The upright. Uh, the U. So, yeah, the upright and UVA uh, knocked off the U is, I mean, a couple inches, and that thing's good. Yes. Uh, and uh, so they, they won 30 to 28. Virginia Tech open this week. They are. Correct. And next they play Notre Dame. Notre Dame. This is a big game for Tech. This so really I hope is. they're they're getting healed up and ready to go. Yeah, that will be a big game. Uh, Notre Dame, that could really put you on the map. You knock those guys off. Yeah, week. I think right now CBS Sports uh, feels like they've got like a 43% chance of beating. That's not bad. It's not bad. It's almost a toss-up there. Four out of there. ten, yeah. Yeah, it's almost a toss-up there. And you're, you're looking at these two games, uh, these two teams with this game, and, you know, who's on the move, who's not? And you feel like maybe Notre Dame's a little bit better. But here's the thing with Virginia Tech, and we, we see it every time Tech plays somebody like this. Tech gets up for these big yes. games. Yeah. It's the smaller games you have to worry about where Tech's concerned sometimes. It's playing the Richmonds. It's playing the Middle Tennessee States that look like they give Tech fits. And then for some reason, you put Tech up against these big boys, and Tech knows how to handle their business. Right. So this is going to be a fun game. This will, you know, let's see what you know, Notre Dame can bring in and see how they do it. And I, it's a sellout. So, well, you know, Kelly is now the, you know, he's, is he the winningest Notre Dame coach or he's up there at the top? He's probably up there at the top he's now. Passed a so. few. He snuck up on us though, because I, I really, you know, he's had so much, he's had so many issues with you right. know, not getting to the playoffs and stuff. Yes. You think he's, his record's not that good, but well, it's pretty good. And you feel like you feel like Notre Dame every year, and you keep hearing, you know, oh, here comes Notre Dame, here comes Notre Dame. They they win their nine, they win their ten games, but that's about it. They really, it looks like for the you know last decade here, they haven't been able to get to that upper echelon. That's true of these teams. They're right there, but it looks like they just can't. They win a ton, but they just can't get into it. Yeah. All right, other games around the uh, the area for college. Uh, Liberty University's got UAB. Yes. Uh, JMU versus New Hampshire. Yep. Richmond versus Elon. Yes. Elon right there in North Carolina. Uh, ODU and UTEP. Okay. Texas El Paso. So some interesting games. VMI versus the Citadel. Yeah. Now, Coach Wackenheim, this is something. Let me... I, I You know, when you hear VMI, VMI and we always talk with Coach Elmation... And Coach Elmation always tells us that when you coach at a military school, it's extremely hard. Yeah. Because of the players you're getting. You're not really going out recruiting. You're getting guys that has, you know, they have military on their mind. Sure. They, sure. This isn't a recruiting kind of deal. And the last 13 games with what he's done, he's 10-3 and three in the last 13 Pretty games. Pretty amazing. Build a statue. Because you don't get this <laughs> at VMI. And so, but no, Coach Scott Wagenheim, give him credit. He has done something up at VMI that we're not used to seeing. Oh, that's great. That's great. Uh, Hampton at Norfolk State. Okay. How about that one? Yeah. That's a little neighborhood uh, game right there. Emory and Henry's off this week. Right. Randolph Macon at Ferrum. Okay. Uh, like that one. UVA Wise Lenore at Lenore Ryan. Yep. Uh, Washington Lee versus Hamden, Sydney. Okay. Shenandoah versus Bridgewater. And the reason we're mentioning these, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to highlight some of these local colleges, local uh, uh, schools, because a lot of our crunch kids are at these yes. these schools. So we want to keep up with uh, these teams and these folks. Uh, so Shenandoah, Shenandoah versus Bridgewater. Bluefield uh, versus Faulkner U in Alabama. Okay. 
Uh, University of Charleston versus Notre Dame College in Ohio. Yes. Not the other Notre Dame coach. No, not the big boy. Not the big boys. Concord's playing Fairmont State. That's a good West Virginia battle there. Um, Southern uh, Virginia versus Maryville, Tennessee. So that's that's a game, uh, interesting uh, little matchup. Appalachian State. Got to, you know, we're going to highlight Appalachian State because, you know, we got a lot of Bonnetot kids here. We do. Uh, they play Georgia State. Uh, <laughs> William and Mary versus the University of Albany. So yes. that kind of that's kind of our our Virginia ties there to uh, games and and schools uh, all different sizes. Some great games today uh, if you like college uh, football. Arkansas versus Georgia. Suey pig. Ooh, he likes Arkansas. You pick Arkansas. I'm taking Arkansas today. Wow. Uh, Michigan versus Wisconsin. I can never pick Michigan. So okay, I'm understand. A, I'm a Buckeye. I was, I understand. I was born and raised in Ohio. Uh, Louisville versus um, Louisville versus Wake Forest. Yes, Wake. This is not your mama's Wake Forest no. team. This is a really good Wake Forest no, team. This so. is, uh, yeah, the, the, they're they're having an amazing season. Cincinnati versus Notre Dame. Yeah, I like this one. Well, and this is you know when you hear this game, you're not thinking this is number nine versus number seven. You you just don't get that into right. your head. You hear Notre Dame playing Cincinnati. And number seven is Cincinnati. Is not, exactly. <laughs> this yeah. is a really good Cincinnati team. And don't be surprised if Cincinnati, they might get them today. Oh, man. Coach is throwing all kinds of language out there. How about Ohio State at Rutgers? Yes. Mississippi at Alabama. Yep. That one's interesting. That's really interesting. I think, uh, you know, Florida exposed Alabama a little bit with what they did. Yeah. This is, you know, when you watch these games and, you know, with Nick Saban, when he gets one of these games against, like, Florida and they expose some of the things, now he'll fix it. Yeah. But does he take it out uh, on Lane Kiffin and the boys at Mississippi? Yeah, you know, it makes you wonder if he takes it out on them. Well, you know, Lane used to work for him. So. Exactly. <laughs> he'll probably he, want to beat. He's not going to give all the tricks away, yeah, trust me. he'll want to beat him pretty bad. Uh, yeah. Oregon versus Stanford. So Oregon's number three in the country. Uh, Louisiana Tech versus NC State. NC State, yeah. big win against Clemson recently. Big win, big win. So, uh, but they can't have a letdown against uh, Louisiana Tech. Mississippi State versus Texas A&M. Right. So that's an interesting one. Indiana versus Penn State. Indiana ha- has had a rough season so far, but this was billed early in the year as going to be a great game. Sure. And it still may be. I think they've had some quarterback issues yeah. here. I think their quarterback's been hurt. They've brought That'll in. do it. Yeah, they brought in a, you know their second-string quarterback and – it kind of just changes the whole dynamic of a yeah. team when you got to change some things. And, you know, Auburn at LSU, that's always going to be a good game, although yeah. Auburn's really struggled as of late. Yes. Well, it, and again, these teams go through these cycles to where we're used to Auburn being Auburn. Yeah. A good, you know, this was what, Gus Malzahn's Auburn team, and you feel, you know, really like everything's going, you know, and you just go through these cycles to where this is not the same Auburn we saw a couple years ago. Yeah. Good team, but just not the same team. I mean, I'm going to go through the top 25 real quick. So okay. Alabama's one, Georgia two, Oregon three, Penn State four, Iowa five, right. Oklahoma six, seven, Cincinnati. We talked about that. Eight's Arkansas. Yep. Number nine's Notre Dame. So there's that seven, nine, Cincinnati, Notre Dame. Ten is Florida. Eleven, Ohio State. Twelve's Ole Miss. 13 BYU, 14 Michigan, 15 Texas A&M, 16 Coastal Carolina. Yeah, look at Keep that. Keep an eye on them. Number 17 is Michigan State, 18 is Fresno State, 19 is Oklahoma State, 21 is UCLA, 22 is Baylor, 23 is Auburn, 24 is North Carolina, and 25 is Wake Forest. Well, you know, and Iowa got the win last night. 
they ended up beating Maryland last night, so they've got a Saturday off, and they they get to kind of watch to see how everything kind of moves because we've got some big games today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you, um, great show today. We really enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> a lot of fun. We always have a good time. Uh, love talking football, both uh, prep and college. Uh, so make sure and tune in uh, next Saturday uh, from 10 to noon with us for Crunch Time. Uh, again, it's a two-hour show. Have a ball doing it. Uh, we'll be talking with uh, an area coach on the U.S. Cellular Hotline. Uh, check out our Haley Toyota Legendary Coach uh, interview next week. Uh, the Grade 8 debate goes on. Yes. Uh, <laughs> coach and I will hammer that. Great show today. Thanks to all you fine folks. We couldn't do it without you listeners. Um we, uh, we, we really do appreciate you. Uh, for Coach Randy and for Jimmy Whitaker, I'm Carl York. You've been listening to Crunch Time on WPLY. And remember, it's all for him. Lynchburg and online at sportsradiova.com.